So, Michaela. Yes, was I? <laughs> so, uh, you've got $10 in your pocket, a passport and a round-the-world ticket. What's the first place you'd go? Italy. Anywhere in particular in Italy? It's a pretty Rome. Place. Rome. Mm. Yes. So, I've had this dream of... Spaghetti bolognese is my favourite meal, so I want to actually have it sitting in like one of those open courtyards in Rome. That's like top of my bucket list. Nice. So I don't know if ten dollars will get me the spaghetti bowl once I get to Rome, but <laughs> depends. Yep. Depends which part of Rome. If you're in the tourist part, <laughs> I can categorically say no. Right. So that would be my first stop because then I can just tick that off the top. Nice spag bog in Rome. Yes, I'm a simple girl. Easy. Maybe not. <laughs> Welcome to the Tradies Business Show, helping you get off the tools and into true business ownership so you can spend more time doing the things that matter most. Now, here are your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Michaela Clark. So, welcome back to the Tradies Travel Show. Oh, sorry, the Tradies Business Show. We managed to get a bit off topic sometimes on this show. I hope you don't mind, listeners. But uh, good to have you with us. My name's Warwick, and I'm joined by a slightly tanned and somewhat relaxed Michaela Clark. How are you, Michaela? I'm very well, thank you. I, I may have just come back from a nice little uh, business trip slash holiday uh, to the Philippines for... 14 days. Yeah, I like that. A 14-day business trip slash holiday. I wonder what that... We won't we won't share on here what the percentage was because the ATO might come after you. <laughs> but uh, for, for some of our listeners, they would have um, heard me do an episode without you um, a couple of weeks ago uh, because you were off uh, doing a, a thing called Tropical Think Tank. It sounds like... Sounds like something that, you know, a bunch of aquarium owners might go and do. But uh, <laughs> what was Tropical Think Tank all about, Michaela? Well, Tropical Think Tank, it's in its second year and it's a very small conference of about 50 entrepreneurs from around the world and held by Chris Ducker, uh, who is the author of Virtual Freedom and a leader in the area of entrepreneurial space and building an online business and all that kind of stuff. So there was a lot of geek talk um, over the many, many days. It actually was quite a long conference. And uh, so it was get, getting the leaders around the world that build brands and audience and getting them in a room with 50 people that want to be just like them uh, and talking business-ish online geeky stuff for quite a number of days. So it was something uh, last year I wanted to go to and I just couldn't get there. Uh, so it's in its second year now, uh, probably really just a, a, a write-off for a, a holiday in the Philippines uh, for a week or two. Uh, but it was seriously the third best week of my life because I did have to qualify this. Giving birth to the three kids was top. Getting married was the second and this was the third. So Duncan ma made sure that I, I qualified, that it, it was the – I couldn't say the best. I had to say the third best week of my life. <laughs> nice. I like the way you uh, you got those in the right order, Michaela. I know you were uh, messaging me with some some tidbits over the time you were there, and you're very very excited. Um, I, you're going to share some of those insights with our listeners today, aren't you? 
Yeah, I thought. And look, there was a lot of stuff about, you know, online and, and all that stuff that may not be as relevant to a lot of our listeners, but there actually was a lot. And in a room of 50 people, you wouldn't believe that I met three tradies. Really? And in the yes, Philippines? Yes. And they were all there for other reasons, but they all had backgrounds in, um, in trades. One was a roofer. Uh, we had a painter who I've um, hooked up with Nick May, our previous guest, and uh, another um, another tradie. So it was just weird that you know a room full of people building online businesses and doing podcasts and things like that. There was still three trade persons. So and were I had they, ex- uh, from from good old down under. No, they're all from America, so I had to keep explaining what a tradie was. For, uh, <laughs> so they were the, contractors. Yeah, uh, for them. But it was just really interesting. And, and the roof actually was there to learn how to build his business better online. And um, it was really interesting that that's why he was there. And, yeah, so uh, he told me what he's doing, and I'm going to share it with our listeners in another episode because he didn't want to come on the show in case that uh, other people were going to take his tips. So I thought, Ooh. okay, well, I'll just share them. <laughs> <laughs> so if he's listening to the show, he's going to be sitting there going, damn you, Michaela. Yeah. <laughs> yes, uh, but I, I won't be too specific. Let's say that. We, we won't say who it is or which part of the, the good old USA he's from. No. Uh, yeah, so it was an amazing whole, I mean, look, lots of parties, lots of drinking, but I did get some takeaways for our listeners. So maybe I should share them, hey, instead of how... <laughs> how great the pool was when the three kids were at home and I was not there. Yeah, stop talking about your holiday and talk to us about what you actually learned that's going to help our listeners improve their trading businesses. And can I just say re-entry was really tough, but I, I'm moving <laughs> on. How many days did it take you to actually get back into the flow, back into the swing of things? To be honest, and this is it's, it's been a week. Like today's probably, I got back a week today and I've just done a little bit of work every day, um, but... No, so a good week to get back into it. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. One week to get over the two-week break. Unreal. Yes. So really you've had three weeks off. That's right. All right, we'll do some work for us now, Michaela. <laughs> okay. All right, so I'm going to share a number of tips. The first one is make sure that you make a good entrance at the welcome party. Yeah, cool. Okay, so that that obviously important so you make good connections and people remember who you are. How, how did you go about doing that? Well, funny you ask, Warwick. Um, so <laughs> let's just imagine this really, really swanky bar that was over the ocean. Like it was super hip, super cool, you know, low lights. Everybody's drinking. Like it only serves cocktails. It's all open air, very swish. So I'm there meeting all these attendees and these speakers. Now, a lot of these speakers are people that I've looked up for years and they have millions of listeners and millions of audience. They're really at the top of their game. And um, here's little old me in the corner. Oh, I'm, I'm, a couple of new friends I met, we said, okay, well, let's go introduce ourselves to um, some of these speakers and say hi to the host again because we already knew him. So that, I'd had two cocktails. We'll just clarify this. I had two cocktails, no more. And, um, you know, it, it's one of those, like I said, swish places that doesn't have very good lighting. Um, and so with two cocktails in my hand, one in each, because it was nearly end of the happy hour and I had Double to get them parked. in. I like it. <laughs> so I walked down the, well, I can't say I walked down the steps. I missed the steps and fell flat on my face, broke two glasses of cocktails. The cocktails went all through my hair 
and I'm lying on the floor in front of everybody, but right in front of these key speakers. I'm on the floor. Nice it was so work. embarrassing. So I fell over at the cocktail you party. You fell at their feet, literally. Yes. And so then I've gotten up going, I'm all right, I'm all right, and trying not to laugh. And I'm like trying to make like all the cocktail that's now dripping through my hair. I, I've tried to sort of put my hair back so no one could notice it's, it's all cocktail in it. And I'm fine, I'm fine. And I look down and I'm just bleeding everywhere. So oh, <laughs> I actually, the glass had broken and cut me. And so they had to take me off to the nurse's station and, and look after me. So, um, but I was remembered because a few of those speakers came up to me the next day to check how I was going. So, you know, make a good first in, well, make a first impression. Make I don't a know first a good impression. One. <laughs> a, a, uh, a unique first impression. So, yes. So, so first impressions count. Is that what you're trying to tell us? <laughs> Apart from you being half cut and falling down the stairs. No, I wasn't. It was poor lighting. and <laughs> You keep telling yourself that. Yes, it was. And I had to keep saying, I've only had two. But then I think, oh, my God, they're going to think I'm this, you know, idiot Aussie that's drank too much on the first night of free drink. <laughs> so that was very embarrassing. Nice work. Nice so work. make a good first impression, not one like I would make. Mm-hmm. So... There was a lot of great, I mean, this went for nearly a week, this conference. So there was a lot of um, amazing speakers and sessions and masterminding where we'd get together after we heard some speakers talk and get to ask them about our particular businesses and and what we want to do. And and the attendees there have some amazing businesses as well. You know, they're making millions of dollars a year or hundreds of thousands of dollars a year just selling a simple product online. So there really was a, a lot to learn from this amazing entrepreneurs. But I thought I'd share with you just some of the really quick key takeaways I took away from some of our speakers. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. So uh, John Lee Dumas and his partner uh, Kate Erickson was there who they run a podcast and online community called Entrepreneur on Fire. So that's a daily podcast speaking to entrepreneurs that share their story and it's really it's you know ranked number one around the world it's massive it makes a lot of money has a really great community and they spoke about working together so when you're in a a partner business together and you're working with your significant other and some of the tips that they shared to make it successful and I thought that was quite relevant for a lot of our trade businesses because often the wife and the husband are, are running it together so they really shared how they did it but it's all about understanding that you both have the same visions and goals for your business so once you're on the same page it's then really working to your week your strengths so find out what each other likes to do what their strengths are and then allocate and delegate the tasks accordingly so i guess for our guys um, a lot of the the Males are the technicians and they're actually doing the tools and that kind of work. But really finding out as far as the book work and behind the scenes go, who's going to do what and who's best at doing that so that you can focus on just your strength and go with the flow. So that was really important. But the other big thing was to definitely have time to yourself. So have me time as well as date time together. So it's really important to allocate those times you know, in a diary or whatever system you want to use, but make sure you allocate that time. So you're spending time together in the business, you're spending time together, not talking about the business, but more importantly, also having some time just the two of you to yourselves. And that can really help um, to grow the business, but as well as your partnership. So some good takeaways from them. 
So that's uh, <clears throat> that's why Ange should let me go ride my motorbike every weekend. Not every weekend. I didn't say to do it all the time. But if, it, if right? a little bit's good, then a lot must be better. <laughs> no, no. It's all in moderation. <laughs> uh, g'day, honey, if you're listening. <laughs> that wasn't a free card to go motorbike riding every weekend, Worry. All right. It was worth a shot, though. It was. So now, okay, the other big one was uh, Lewis Howes, who runs the School of Greatness podcast. Uh, he's bringing out a book later in the year. And, you know, this guy interviews the likes of Tony Robbins and the really big names all about, you know, living a fulfilling life. And he did this amazing exercise at the end of the conference, which I just want – I would love everyone to take five minutes out of their day today uh, and try and do this. So – Sit down with uh, either yourself or someone and spend a minute saying everything that you have to do in the day. So I have to wake up, I have to do the dishes, I have to feed the kids, I have to talk to my husband, all those things you have to do for a minute straight. Just keep going, get as many out as you possibly can. And this is just a, a typical day or today? A typical day. A typical day. So every, yep. when you wake up in a day, everything that you have to do. Sure. And then... Do that exercise and then list the same things that you just said, but say, I choose to. So I choose to get out of bed. I choose to talk to my husband. I choose to feed the kids, etc., etc. So all of a sudden you will start to um, look at it a little bit differently because you're choosing to do those things. So it's in your control. So you go, okay, I, I can accept that. And the third time is that you say, I am blessed to because. So I am blessed to get up in the morning because I'm alive and healthy. I am blessed to clean the house because I have a shelter over my head. You know, I am blessed to talk to my husband every day because I get to live with my soulmate for the rest of my life. So all of a sudden, things that you think you have to do every day, you become extremely grateful for. And that really does change the way you can look at life and really be grateful for what you have and gain that positive frame of mind and grateful state of mind every day. And I really think that can be a life changer for many listeners. So I love everyone to have a go at that. Uh, so Warwick, that's your homework for tonight. So I have to be able to say I am blessed to do a podcast with Michaela because... I literally can't think of anything right now. Yes. Well, yeah, work <laughs> on that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, but but it is uh, – that's a great one. And just shifting yeah. that mindset around, oh, I've got to do this or I've got to do that, as though it's something, uh, you know, beyond our control, but rather seeing the, the, I guess, the great in it. That's right. So I have to – and then you say, I choose, and then I am blessed to because – Nice. So it's really quite powerful exercise. So I recommend everybody doing that. Cool. So note homework. Homework. Love it. Okay. So the other big takeaway for me was um, James Schranko. Now, I'm a bit of a super fan of his. I absolutely love his messages. He makes millions of dollars a year um, through his numerous businesses and he surfs every day and has a really great life on top of that but he's really learnt an effective way to work and run a business and I could talk on you know him for hours and I will maybe one day try and get him on the show but he did this really great exercise that I think would 
be um, very valuable for our listeners. And he talks about working at your effective hourly rate. Oh, I love doing this with clients. <laughs> it's a bit sadistic. But it ha- is. how does James go about it? Well, really, it's quite simple. So it's really looking at your monthly profit. So not revenue, but profit that you earn. And then dividing that by how many hours in that week or month that you worked. So we're not talking revenue, we're talking straight out profit, what you get in your pocket and how many hours. And be honest about your hours. So make sure you track them if you don't know. And that actually gives you your effectively hourly rate. And so, you will find... <laughs> <laughs> I'm even most- feeling a bit, uh, you know, I think about my monthly profit and I think, oh, I do a lot of hours. I mean, I enjoy what I do, obviously, but I do actually put a lot of hours in. So it, it brings my rate down quite a bit. Yeah. And so when you look at, you know, what ends up happening is most people really are working for $10, 20 $30. Yeah, there's, there's lots and lots of our listeners are probably working for less than minimum wage and less than what they pay their employees. So uh, it's a very sobering exercise to go through. Yeah, and so monthly profit by the number of hours that you work and really you want to obviously uh, get that above $100 an hour, um, but really what you want to aim for is $1,000 an hour. Like that's, you know, people that are killing and they're aiming towards that. So second piece of homework, including you, Warwick, is to do your effectively hourly rate. So not what you charge out, but actually from your profit by how many hours you work. And and if you do that exercise and you're willing to share, go and hit us on the Facebook page, Tradies Business Show on Facebook. Uh, if you're willing to share, just uh, let us know. You know, maybe give us a band like it was... It was less than 20 or, uh, you know, 20 to 50 or I don't pay myself, so it's zero. Uh, yep. <laughs> but, um, yeah, give us some feedback, guys. We'd love to love to hear from you on our Facebook page. That's it. And another great quote from James is that talking about your email inbox uh, and maybe not so much for people that are on the tools all day but people that work uh, at their computers all day is that the inbox is the biggest destroyer of dreams. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I love that. How, what What's the premise behind that? Well, it's just we spend so much time in there dealing with other people's priorities, you know, yeah. not your own. Yeah. We get stuck in our, in our inboxes and we just spend so much time, you know, answering emails or doing things, but we're not actually working on the important things in the business, you know. So I, I, I heard uh, a great perspective on that and it's pretty much along the same lines, but um, – uh, this guy was saying that your inbox is actually other people's agendas and other people's time frames. That's and right, so, not your own. Yeah, exactly. So to sit with your inbox um, for too much time at all is really allowing other people to dictate your time and your agenda uh, and you really need to shift your focus away from just you know playing email wars all day uh, to finding ways to, I guess, you know, schedule and prioritize and all those sorts of things that we bang on about here on the show but i like that's the greatest destroyer of dreams so every time you sit in front of your inbox it's like you're tearing your dreams down yeah because you're not working on them you're working on other people's yeah so uh new rule i only check my inbox twice a day now so that's so, why you never reply to my emails Michaela. that's right i'm sitting there waiting for you it's like come on Michaela. it's been three minutes no, I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm chasing those damn dreams down. I ain't in my inbox anymore now. 
Hey, um, just on that, what if, what if you get email inquiries from prospective clients? Well, you have a support team in place that can highlight that kind of stuff for you. <laughs> nice. I thought you might have an answer for that one, but that that's a common thing that I get from uh, from businesses that I work with uh, is, yeah, but we get email inquiries, so I have to keep checking it in case somebody wants a quote or, you know, they've emailed with an inquiry. Uh, and, yeah, sure, and like you say, Michaela, perhaps have somebody else screening your emails, which is a great way to do it, and it doesn't have to cost a lot of money to do that. Um, but the other thing is if if someone sends you an email, it's it really isn't an instant form of communication. I mean, if it's urgent, they'll pick up the phone. If someone's emailing, generally speaking, uh, you know, two or three hours, that's a, that's a good enough time frame to get back to somebody. So if you've got those two uh, windows for checking emails a day, you're easily going to get back to people inside of that three-hour time frame. That's right. And if you're a trade business, you're probably getting a lot of inquiries through phone, for example, and other ways. And so if we do have a, a client inquiry or whatever, you know, it's text to us or it's put through to us. So we're dealing with the urgent stuff when we need to. But you, like you said, email isn't as as urgent as people, I think, feel that it is. Um, and I think if they prioritize and actually set time in their day to batch and go through their emails and manage them, uh, then it would make a big difference. And look, I could, like I said, go on for ages about what James said, but he really talked about purging everything that's not necessary in your life. So clients, meetings, even what's in your wardrobe, in your house, just get rid of everything that takes away and sucks your time out. I mean, it is really quite simple, but have a look at how you're spending your time and what you're doing and just get rid of the shit that doesn't help you. <laughs> you feel very, you feel strongly enough about this to use the S word. I do. I do. <laughs> like I, and it's going through unsubscribing out of things out of my inbox and unsubscribing to courses and but I've not, cleared not my tradies, office. Not and... tradies business toolkit stuff. Just let's get that clear. Sorry. So yes. Don't Other than us. from our stuff because we're here to help you listeners. Okay. We're here to help you. But it, yeah. but it is such a good point. And uh, I saw a great uh, um, article about a book that's that's been published recently about tidying up by a Japanese lady. Uh, and she says, you know, that whole thing of going through your wardrobe and your garage and your bathroom and your whole house really is um, if, if an item or something doesn't bring you joy, then you should actually get rid of it. Now, you might give it away, donate it to charity or whatever. You don't have to just send it to the tip. But um, it is really just focusing down on the things that are going to add to your life or to your business and try and get rid of all of the fluff. That's right. And it's about getting focused as well, which is another point of James is, you know, really get focused on the one action that's going to have the biggest impact. I mean, that's so important. We we have our focus spread. Um, and as you would know, Warwick, I'm all about the one thing at the moment. So yes. what are we going to focus on and and aim towards that? So that's really important as well. And the other big thing is um, when managing a team, look to be the conductor of the orchestra. You know, so if you look at your team as playing all the instruments, but you're just conducting and making it all happen, you're not actually playing an instrument. I think that's a really big thing for some of our trade business owners that want to get off the tools um, and feel they get stuck into the business. I think you really need to, I, I really like this metaphor of being the conductor in the orchestra, you know, and, and looking at the things you have to do is deleting unnecessary tasks, delegating them to people that 
you know, should be doing it or just simply get focused and do the things that have the biggest impact. So like I said, a lot in there, but uh, I really think if we look to purge, work out your effectively hourly rate and get a bit of focus, uh, and that will help a lot of our listeners. Sounds nice and simple, Michaela. So um, I, I just, I'm still coming to terms with you falling down the stairs. That's gold. I, that's That's <laughs> got to be my number one takeaway from today's episode is make a grand impression when you meet new people. <laughs> oh, yes. Dear. Well, well done. Well done. Uh, yes. So a couple other quick ones, you know, a big thing um, from Dad Norris who runs WP Curve and Darren Rouse who is pro blogger. Um, they're all about having content to promote your business, which is something that we go on about um, all the time on the show. But that's about providing valuable information to your listeners. And these guys have built businesses completely on content and providing valuable information to their customers. And they're now, you know, killing it in all different areas of their business. Uh, I mean, Dan Norris also is building a brewery and he's doing that all on the back of content and using social. So it's really important that I know we say it a lot, but the trade industry just aren't taking advantage of the power of content. And when I say content, that's things like writing articles or doing videos or, you know, anything like that. Um, training, live training, webinars, um, a little giveaways on your website, ebooks, whatever it being, uh, they can give away. So you'll build your authority up. So people will come to you and be the expert in your field. So again, content's just so critical. Absolutely. Just being yep. a helpful business and, uh, you know, helping people with their life and then they'll want to deal with you and give you money. That's right. And so the last one I wanted to share with you was Matthew Kimberley. Uh, now, he uh, talked about, you know, doing sales and marketing when you hate doing sales and marketing, basically. Uh, and one thing that he said, which I think uh, we would have mentioned before, but a lot of people don't do, is looking at contacting three people in your business every day. So three people that could be authorities in your industry, you want to build partnerships with, you want to reconnect old customers, but three people every day that will help you get to your business goals quicker. And it's something that wouldn't take long each day, but can have such a powerful impact on on taking your business to the next level. So have a get a list of, you know, 30, 40, 50 people that you want to connect with and then just every day pick three and make some kind of contact with them. And then all of a sudden you're starting to build those relationships again. Yeah, nice. So that could be, you know, a real estate agent or your local supplier. Uh, if you go back, we we did an episode with Wayne and Libby from Beaumont Tiles where they talked about connecting with your suppliers as a source of referrals. Uh, so, you know, it could be a list of people that you uh, um, have as suppliers. I know one of my clients gets lots and lots of referrals from one of their suppliers. So um, it's, yeah, just a matter of uh, being seen. And, and just chatting to people. It's the old, old-fashioned old stuff, isn't it, really? It is. It is. And so I could talk another week about how great this conference was. Tropical Think Tank in the Philippines, put on by Chris Ducker, uh, author of Virtual Freedom, and he's all about being a virtual CEO. So, again, being the conductor of the orchestra, he doesn't do anything, but he has a really powerful, <laughs> effective business. I'm sure he does do He doesn't stuff. do anything, but he makes a lot of money. Nice. Because uh, that's his whole, whole theory and that's what the conference was about as well. So I'm going oh, again next year 
Great. Uh, I've, uh, I, I can't wait to get there again, and hopefully I can drag somebody else along. <laughs> well, I, I think I need to come with you to either make sure you don't fall down the stairs or be there to video it and put it on our on our uh, YouTube account for our listeners <laughs> when you do next time. I might have, yes. I might have to push you next time. Um, yeah. So that's awesome, Michaela. Thanks for sharing all of that. And um, thank you so much for toughing it out uh, in oh. the Philippines for two weeks. It must have been horrible. Um, it's what I do for the show, Warren. <laughs> I'm and, dedicated to the cause. And obviously, you know, you've gone over there to educate yourself. Uh, it's a great segue into giving a shout-out to our show sponsor, Face-to-Face Training. So if you want to get your team trained up and educated, uh, or even yourself as a tradie business owner, go and uh, have a chat to the guys at Face-to-Face Training. So they're at face-to-face.edu.au. Uh, there may be government funding available. Uh, there's still some good incentives floating around if you meet all the criteria and all that stuff that they can tell you about. Um, but uh, yeah, it's great to have that training there. And you know, if you if you're tendering on work or doing any uh, work for big contractors or local government or anything like that, having you know cert threes and cert fours for some of your team can be really really important in that process. So go check those guys out. And uh, if you want to become a member. Uh, of, well, not the Tradies Business Show necessarily, but get access to some bonus content and templates and monthly webinars and um, all that sort of cool stuff, you can join the Tradies Business Toolkit. So it's a dollar for the first 30 days. Um, There's people jumping in there every day at the moment, actually. Um, So it's good to see lots of people joining up. Uh, There's some great conversations happening in the private Facebook group. Uh, Recently, I saw a really good thread about outsourcing your quoting and um, we've actually been contacted by one of the members uh, who wants to have a chat to us Michaela about taking that even further so um, some really good conversations happening in there dollar for the first 30 days and if you join before the 30th of June it's only 10 bucks a month after that and uh, and then the price will go up but uh, go and check out tradiesbusinesstoolkit.com for all of the cool stuff in there and uh, I think that's probably almost a wrap, Michaela. Any other stairs you want to fall down? Uh, I mean, tips you want to share? <laughs> no, but I'm going to put links to a lot of these speakers and, and some of the things that I learnt on our show page. So, tradiesbusinessshow.com forward slash 59. Yep. And it is, uh, while you will get almost everything you need to uh, get off the tools and into a great business from the Tradies Business Show... <laughs> There are some other resources out there, believe it or not. So, uh, yeah, some great podcasts and websites and blogs and everything that you can go and get some awesome information about growing a great business. Are you saying we don't know it all? Uh, yeah, I, I should say I don't know everything. <laughs> Obviously, I think I know how to walk downstairs. <laughs> all right, well, thanks for tuning in, listeners. Uh, great to have you with us. Look forward to speaking to you on another episode. Until then, bye. You've been listening to the Tradies Business Show with Warwick Bidwell and Michaela Clark. Want to get off the tools into true business ownership? Find out how at tradiesbusinessshow.com.